Because, you know, whenever I try and play, you always pull out that harmonica, and I don't even see it coming, because it's so small. Uh, it's like when, um... It's like when you're singing a song, and you're having fun singing that song, and someone tries to join in, and they sing another song. At least I'm know, hitting the note. You're singing like, the uh, right note. go and tell it on the mountain. And then someone starts going, I don't know what I've been told. You know what? Over it. Yeah, but you sound like there's a cat scratching in the door. Yeah, oh, well, I'm trying to learn. Like, anyway, anyway you're not the bad. best time I can play yourself. Um, yeah, well, you didn't give me a chance. That's why. Yeah, I, guess I had to come in was, through the middle and well, save the thing. You were watching me while I was playing, and that, that stuffs me up. Yeah, well. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Midi Night Special with Tim and Skelton. Uh, I've been going Midian. as Skelton now because uh, I learnt that my great grandfather's middle name was Skelton, and I thought, well, which I'll doesn't make that. yeah, it doesn't make sense because your legal name is Ben, so I'm calling you Ben. Uh, but uh, unsupported. Let's yeah, let's get into Again. it. Uh, so. You, we're actually not that crazy about midis anymore. In yeah, fact, we shouldn't call it the midi night special yeah, anymore. Yeah, we're going to call it the music night special. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, and that's because family rival Sam Martin has got himself hitched. Pretty much, as of last year, he got engaged and he's officially getting married in the next uh, couple months. So that means I got to get hitched. And also, Ben's getting roped into this because... Yeah, you oh, know, I'm lonely. Yeah. <laughs> I would like a wife. And one other reason why I haven't been pressing to do another meeting night special is I had a bad uh, breakup last year around the time of the last meeting night special and I spent about a week driving around in my car just listening to a compilation of The Cure midis movies of pictures of you and stuff and I I got so into that and I thought this is really unhealthy I need to go home I need to you know face my problems head on I need to try and get better get healthy again uh, maybe book into some therapy uh, and I should stop listening to midis because I think this is allowing me to engage in this sort of self-destructive behavior so since then I've been working out I've gotten a job, I've uh, been doing a lot of things, been taking up an instrument which I've heard is actually very good for your cognitive growth, like old people who start learning instruments and they Except ward off dementia. Except when you play, it kills brain cells. Oh, okay. I don't know, I don't know about that, like everyone's got to start somewhere. Mm. And Tim's got your cognitive ability, but it destroys your hearing. Well, actually... I bought some um, really expensive earplugs online. They're like $40 a piece. They sell them individually. Okay. I lost one of them in the same day. Okay, well, 
<laughs> I've been taking up an instrument of my own. It's called the harmonica. Harmonica. Yeah. How harmonica? And really, not to beat around the bush, it's to get a wifey. Because, you know, Sam not getting divorced anytime soon, I gotta catch up. Yeah, what better way to serenade prospective wives than pull out an instrument mm. and play, play a sweet fun. melody? Yes. And, and you know what? It's paid off, because we're halfway there. And by that I mean, we have the two husbands. We just need the wives. <laughs> yeah. Tim made that up, so it's pretty good. But beside the point, pretty much we came to the conclusion, if we're going to get married, we got to be real men. And by that, we got to get swole. So we both got a gym subscription. Yeah, the, the gym has uh, been really fun and having a important looking body is real good, especially when you kind of chiseled and you look like a kind of interesting action figure and the best way to learn is when you're trying to achieve something tangible and that's where gymspirations come into play tim what's your gymspiration who are you trying to look like uh well geez my gymspiration is solid snake of course from metal gear solid ah uh, all snakey yeah because um cosplay babes always like um Man, I would marry Snake. He's the biggest hunk of games. That's true. Snake, Jack from God of War, mm. uh, Willie from Simpsons Wrestling. Yeah. And friggin', you know, order. Sam's getting married in the next few months. I don't have much time. I'm not going to rule out the cosplay wifey. So I feel like Solid Snake is the way to go. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he does have some good features, you know. Oh, He's yeah. got that rugged facial hair. I see you've been working on that. Got a bit of shadow. Yeah, I just uh, don't um, shave anymore. You don't wear underwear. Like, Ed Snake doesn't wear underwear. Of course, he's a famous <laughs> uh, free baller. my cheeks. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, really what I've been doing is I've been mimicking what Snake does in the game at the gym. So I have what's called a stealth regime. Oh. And um, <clears throat> this consists of me army crawling around the gym. And what I'll do is I'll crawl underneath the exercise equipment while a turbo is using it, and I'll weasel from behind, and I'll whisper in his ear, um, Hey! And, uh, you know, he'll... Just he'll hey. Huh? Do you just say, hey? Yeah, I'll say something like, Hey, are you done with that? Or, um, <clears throat> how much do you bench? problem is they don't even hear they kind of willfully ignore you most of the time yeah but i'll just keep interrogating them i'll say i have a 44 magnum point square in your head buddy <laughs> jim i can't hear you because they're listening to like the Eurobeat off in the headphones but yeah I've, uh, I've seen you doing that and i'm like what is tim doing that that looks like a rubbish gym routine Meanwhile, well, I have this cool thing where I use the exercise balls a lot. I'll line up two exercise balls and I kind of lie you're again. Criticizing, both of them. You're criticizing my exercise regime. I'll line up all the exercise balls in the gym. First four or five, that. and I'll I'll like lie on them and I'll crawl with my arms across all four of them. And it's That's like a, a natural. It's like a natural bridge. Ridiculous! Is that, what even is your gym inspiration then? You, you know, have no direction. I think when David Berman wrote the album The Natural Bridge, he was talking about my gym routine. Right about the exercise ball climb thing. Well, you must have some kind of fictional slash non-fictional. 
title that, that you're working towards. What is your gym inspiration? My gym inspiration, I'm taking gym inspiration from is, uh, of course, The Witcher 3. Witcher. From the game, self-titled game, the name of the game after the character. And, you know, The Witcher 3, he's this... He's not unlike Solid Snape, but he has kind of a ponytail showing, you know, he can get in touch with his uh, feminine side too, which I think is quite attractive to prospective wifeys. Because, honestly, I think the old male of the past is dead, and the new male, The Witcher 3, is in. And, um, what have I been doing to be The Witcher 3? Well, I know he hunts for herbs a lot, so I've been going out on a morning and collecting herbs, like uh, some ginseng, which I'm pretty sure is just sourgrass. sourgrass. I've been meaning to ask, what happened to the mixed herbs? Oh, yes. <laughs> I bought that last week and it's disappeared. Uh, actually, I can get that. That's up in my cupboard. I'm mm-hmm. keeping all the herbs I find up in the cupboard. I found some cumin the other day. I found some uh, garam oh, masala. Some, yeah, that, that's mine. I, uh, but whatever. You just... yeah, I was at Coles. I found that. Put it in my, put it in my jacket pocket. <laughs> walked up. Um, and he plays this kind of cool card game. I remember playing it. It was pretty fun. Mm. Where you're making like a little... Uh, medieval battle with your cards and I don't have those cards so I've just been getting my Uno cards yeah. out and putting them down at the gym yeah, yeah well been getting that, I've been getting to my Witcher 3 yeah level. what I've been noticing is you've been taking it a bit too far, I'll come home and you're just taking a bath with the door open uh, you know it's the same slap in the face I got when I played the Witcher 3 and the first thing I see is this, this old naked man in the tub I come home and I, I, I see this in real life, it's... Um, oh, the, the bubble bath... Close is, the door. Bu- bubble bath is a natural yeah. sensor. That's a natural mm. sensor. So I'll make sure I have a lot of bubble bath in case, you know, one of my housemates walks past. But I'll also be sitting with my body angled 90 degrees to the tub, so my legs will be over the bath ridge, mm. I guess. Yeah. And it'll look Leg pretty Legs spread cool. at 45 degrees. It's... Yeah, but again, the bubble bath. Yeah, okay. It's, it's uh, not nice. Anything... Uh, it is, I'll tell you this, it's pretty nice when you're the one in the bath having a relaxing time. Yeah. I can see why uh, The Witcher 3 likes it. Mm. I could get into this bath yeah, and well, ginseng hunting. I, I uh, take my persona back to the house as well and I'll be like, there's food on the table. The Witcher 3 forgot to put away the peanut butter. And... <laughs> The Witcher 3 is playing Little King Story, but I want to play Skyrim VR. Get off the couch, The Witcher 3. And it's it's basically that. Um, <laughs> yeah, every day since we both yeah. joined the gym. Um, <laughs> Hello, Lisanne er M.R.N.M.S.M.A.K.N.O.T.S. And I'm listening to Timmy Dinart special at Dome Cafe. Careful, baby. You will almost to spend me flat too hard. Alright, Tim, stop that. Um, oh, recording. Yeah, there's recording, yeah. We have some exciting news about new podcasts. Um, one of the reasons oh, why we one. haven't... It's one that's been going for a while. What, what I figured out is the Mini Night Special is great and all, 
But is it lucrative? No, we haven't made a cent. And Nathan Viney still owes us five dollars for that ad from last. We are negative five dollars, and we're gonna have to come in SWAT style and possibly acquire. In fact, if you if you were to shoplift a copy of um, Timothy and the Time Traveling Shoes, you'd be doing us a favor. A couple guys at work really into a thing called Warhammer, right? And oh they, yeah, little plastic, yeah, uh, little, little, little plastic man. This is so silly. It's pathetic. But they drop a hundred bucks on a little figurine, and I just saw this and thought, hell, I'm in the wrong business. I'm doing the wrong podcast. I'm making podcasts about the wrong thing. Because what it turns out is they're really into the law of Warhammer. But okay, like the um, judicial law. Or... Yeah, L O I. Oh, it's a okay. Type. Yeah. Ah, the stories. So the stories, the fables, the laws of Warhammer. Oh, cool. Um, and then t- I had to read about it, and it's all things like, oh, you know, the Horus Heresy. Oh, how exciting! Yeah, it sounds fun. Or you know, oh, the the bloody uh, revolt of whatever, revolting. I can do better. I can one up this law, and so the new podcast is Warhammer Scuba Teams. Scuba Teams. So, mm. is this for teens? No, no. It's it's for anybody. Oh yeah. But they're teenagers because. It takes place underwater, and it's Warhammer 40k BC, so BC. it's in... Christ before, isn't around yet. Yeah, it's before Christ, okay. and everything's underwater, and these scuba teams live underwater. But the thing is, when they reach the age of 20, they run out of breath, and they suffocate and die. So everyone in Warhammer is a teenager, hence the name. Okay, and they yeah. live underwater? Right, yeah. okay. You know what? Why, what made... Because you're the expert on the law, you invented the law. Oh, well, what made them go underwater is it like a climate change sort of parable yeah it's um uh, I don't know about this. um <laughs> maybe oh, okay no, yes, this is a turn to workshop maybe put like a greta thunberg in mm, yeah yeah there's um um but the biggest thing is you play scuba teens in the bar with another friend Okay. So he sits toe to toe. Or she you. sits. She sits. He or she. He or, or she. They. But don't worry, you get an exclusive pair of um, scuba teens board shorts that you could wear, or like a bikini. Yeah, I guess um, so. Anyway, some figurines float and some sink. Some are made of uh, steel, and um, you have a dice that floats and it can turn around and it's like. Uh, Oh, is it a twenty? Oh no, it's um, it's slowly floating towards seven. It's like, don't move. Yeah, don't. Yeah, if you move, you cheat. Yeah, stop making waves. Just okay. Stop. Yep. So this is Warhammer you play in the bath. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I used to do um, a bit of that when I was a little kid. Yeah, but like Lego man. Really, it's a podcast that is selling this thing. So right, so you're doing like a sort of transmedia mm. mode where you have yeah. like you know podcasts on the side to tell the story and maybe. Maybe some video games and so cool. I have a I have an excerpt um, that I'd like to play. Okay. So this is from Warhammer Scuba Teens, the podcast. In the 40th millennium BC, the race of fish elves have ruled over the Warm Patch Province for over a thousand years. The patriarch, Chancellor Kelvin reigns with an iron fist. However, this is crucial for the Republic's endurance. It could not hope to withstand the sea chip's endless warmongering without Kelvin's cold-blooded dictatorship. This is illustrated in the most legendary and harrowing battle of the era, 
infamously known as the Ape Escape Bushwhack. The tale allegedly starts in the Chancellor's Palace. Kelvin's son, Crispin Horoscopes, is jamming in a big drum circle with his friends, Kermit Knifeblade, Huckleberry Fail, and Dorothy Bonehenge. The music is going absolutely off and is second to none. Crispin's dad watches on, stroking his beard, trying not to look impressed. Good, good, Aquamarines! But Crispin, I see you are a beat behind. If you do not learn the foundations of rhythm, son, you will fall behind in battle too. Oh, what? Nice drumming, Huckleberry. R-L-U-V-E, the way you can squeeze the melody from that big drum can. Alright, cheers, Dorothy. But don't compliment me, huh? Compliment my wrists. Drumming is all in the wrist action after all. Oh, y'all know how he gets strong wrists, eh? Uh, Father, the clam is ringing. Oh, hello? Chancellor, Chancellor, urgent news, Chancellor. Oh, and who am I speaking to? Ah, this is Geordie v. Mudcrab. Mudcrab? She's wasting my time. No, no, it's Geordie v. Mudcrab. The V is short for my middle name, Vivian. Oh, what is it you want, Vivian? It's the sea chimp renegades. Four of them appeared at the castle wall with bolt cutters, Chancellor. They're trying to break into the weapons room, Chancellor. Oh no! They've gone through the wall, Chancellor! Oh my lord! One of them's coming for me, Chancellor! Ah! This is a no good! Get in your scuba suits, Marines! If they get away with my wagon full of swords, we'll have a war in our hands! Oh what? I thought today was free dress day! I was trying to break in my etnies! We don't have time to complain, Kermit. And damn, look away. I'm trying to get changed. The aquamarines zip up their swimsuits, but Kermit's zipper gets jammed on a loose thread. I fucking hate nylon! Kermit kicks off his wetsuit in frustration, deciding to fight it in speedos instead, just as his great-grandfather had done in wars gone by. The marines descend the staircase, struggling to swim in the confined space. You'd actually get an elevator, huh? This is bloody monkey business already. And we haven't met the monkeys yet, <laughs> Huckleberry Fail, you ought to change your surname to Win. You're so full of good ideas. The Aquamarines finally burst out of the stairwell door into the weapon room and are shocked to see it empty. Through a giant hole in the wall, they witness four of the space chimp renegades absconding with a big wagon full of swords. Oh, fish, we're too late! Them goddamn apes made way of all our swords! And our flippers, too! They're going so fast, we ain't never gonna catch up with them now, huh? Nah, as if we won't catch him. Just wait till I meet my backstroke, eh, Division? Kermit unsheaths his conch and sounds the swim team summon. Upon hearing this, hundreds of soldiers across the land strip to their swim trunks and make haste for the city gates. Austin, you're in B Division, remember? What? And Sean, you're in Breaststroke. Just remember that for next time. Ah, uh, on your marks, get set.
Ah, Huckleberry Fail. I truly do hope they catch their monkeys. As Kermit and the Marines watch the backstrokers disappear into the fog, an eerie silence grows amongst them. Suddenly, the silence is broken by the blood-cuddling war cry of the Sea Chip King and his apes. Division A had fallen into an ambush. As the squeals of the Chancellor's men are quelled, the battlefield turns a thick, cloudy red. The ocean water is heavy with the blood of fish owls. From the crimson mist emerges an enormous coralback gorilla whose hide is covered in a patchwork quilt sewn from the torn speedos of his victims. Well, I'll be dimmed. That's none other than Creepy Crawly, King of the Sea Chimps. And his outfit is lecker. Hello, puny little fish figures. I, Creepy Crawly, have come to take what is mine. The throne! If you'll bring me your chancellor, I will spare your lives. Boy, we ain't doing a thing you say, you ape dickhead. And yeah, while I'm here, mate, yeah, thanks a lot for killing my swimming team. Yeah, I really appreciate that, mate. Whoa, but that was just a taste, pretty boy. For now, my monkeys have swords. Uh, grow paddle, guys. Yeah, those swords are pretty good. My dad uses them when we have sushi night. Yeah, I ain't gonna be made in no freaking rice roll today. I'll say we leg it to the palace, pretend no one's home, smash a couple of your dad's beers, and maybe have another jam sesh a little bit later, eh? That sounds good, yeah? I'm absolutely tucked out. What will it be, Aquamarines? Uh, I don't know. All this is, uh, very stressful, and I'm, uh, feeling, uh, overwhelmed right now. I think I've got to step out for a second, you know, have a little me time. Oh, brave words, Crispin. There's no stigma here. Yeah, I'll keep it company, bud. Yeah, us too. Oh, I'm really feeling the beat, Crispin. Yeah, that was a good one, Darcy. Uh, I don't know how I feel about us abandoning those poor breaststroke boys. Hey, don't worry, Darcy. Those folk kickers are some strong blokes, huh? Yeah, I bet they're towel whipping that big ape right now. my Uber Eats. Hello! Ah, Chancellor Calvin, what a nice surprise. I bet you've never seen an ape with a sword before. Get ready for a big stabby stabby! Oh, fuck! Oh, oh no! 
Warhammer Scuba Teens returns next week when we discover what happens to Chancellor Kelvin and the Aquamarines. Production and voice talent by Tim Gates and Ben's baby brother, Ruben Yaxley. Warhammer Scuba Teens was a production of Tiny Tim. Production. That was good. Oh, thanks. You can listen to it on um, Spotify, Google Music, Stitcher Premium, or wherever you like to get your podcasts. Yeah, okay. Um, Have you actually manufactured any of these Warhammers yet? uh, Yeah, actually. I found a cool life hack uh, using a thing called 3D printing, and I've just been 3D printing my own figurines. So, James and Raj, they just got their tax return, so they're loaded, right? So, I've been 3D printing these suckers and selling them to uh, James and Raj for 80 bucks a piece for one figurine. That's pretty smart. And what about, what about you? Have you done anything since? Yeah, well, I... Earlier this year, the filmmakers who made Red Dog actually remade Stormboy, the movie from 1973. And I thought I'd cash in on the Stormboy sensation by creating my own sort of Stormboy podcast called Stormboys. And I have a friend called Malcolm who I think is quite a character. And I've been trying to get him to watch the movie Stormboy. He's such a good rapper, by the way. He can rap to anything. Oh, Mal Measles, yeah. look him up. Yeah, I have yet to get Malcolm to sit down and watch it so that we can talk. But the thing was, I might have tricked him into watching it. See, we borrowed his copy of Crash Bandicoot, and um, when we gave it back, we took the Crash Bandicoot disc out, and we put the Stormboy DVD mm. in the case instead, and gave it back to him. He's, he probably uh, inserted the disc, yeah, and he's, he's, he's watching the scene, he's like, Um, babe... Uh, <laughs> Uh, why? We need more batteries for the controller. Oh, <laughs> uh, babe, I can't play the game. Uh, isn't Crash meant to be uh, a bandicoot? He's pelican in this. <laughs> Malcolm, I don't know. You bought the game. <laughs> so we've been subconsciously making Malcolm watch Stormboy. Mm. Um, he's one of the Stormboys. He's my own second half as far as Stormboys goes. Can we? Um, can we hear some of it? I've yet to record, but I was thinking, you know, today, he's had long enough to watch it. He's watched it by now. Let's let's give him a call, and um, we'll try and just do it live real quick. Stormboys with Ben Yaxley and Malcolm Williams. Hey, Malcolm, how you going? <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm good, Ben. Yeah, um, I'm well. Yeah, cool. How's uh, Stormboy going? You, I'm sure you've watched it by now. Uh, yeah, just non-stop. It's all that we've watched. Oh, yeah, that's good to I hear. I haven't left the house. Okay, I have a good question for you. Today on the first episode of Stormboys... Playing a little game I like to call Snog Marry Avoid. Oh, 
Yeah. So Malcolm, yeah. Snog, Mary, Avoid, Mr. Percival, Stormboy, Stormboy's dad, or Fingerbone Jim? Marry them all, Ben. Marry them all. Marry them all? Like a polygamous marriage? It's legal in Australia in, in Stormboy world, I think. That's good. Me, personally, I think I would avoid Stormboy as he is a child and we haven't legalised, um, you know, child marriage in Australia. Malcolm, so oh, yeah, that's something I, to think about. Um, I don't want to touch that, yeah. I'd probably snog, uh, snog Fingerburn Jim. Actually, no, I'd marry Fingerburn Jim because uh, Dave Gopalor, I'd like to learn more about that sort of culture. And uh, Stormboy's dad, probably avoid him. He's a shady bloke, wouldn't you say? So you, you avoided two people and you married David Guptill. Yeah, and probably snog Mr. Percival. Yeah. That'd be uh, interesting. Okay. That'd be interesting. Because um, his head could swallow your whole head. That would be interesting. Um, can I return to your segment in a little bit? Are oh, you going to go home and actually watch Stormboy? Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know if it was an obvious, but I haven't seen it. Didn't we trick you into watching it? No, I noticed that you swapped the discs. <laughs> <laughs> Did you put no. it in? <laughs> no, I didn't. The PlayStation only plays Blu-rays. Oh, what? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> okay. Alright, so you have to go? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, Alana, we're just, Alana's just practicing driving. We just parked and we're about to go out for a walk. Oh, yeah. hi, Alana. Hello, man. Um, How are you? <laughs> good. <laughs> Do you want to play this, Helena? Hmm? Yeah, I hope this is all usable for your podcast, Ben. I think it is. I think it is. All right. See ya. Some uh, convoluted excuse to make music. Mm. Uh, we were hungry, kind of sad. Hungry for beer. Yeah, I, Ben and I was sad. Tom was sad. So we all went to Henry on Eighth. We're sitting there, and then all of a sudden, this really uplifting song comes on. It was so distinctive, and we're like, "What is this song?" We tried to Shazam it, and mm. it didn't quite work. And we're like, "Okay." I looked at Tim. I'm like. We better remember what the song sounds like so we can make a video of it when we get home. Mm, and in my mind, it's like the musical vault. You just, once I hear something, it just kind of... I had to deconstruct the song in my head and be like, well, this bass line sounds a little bit like Monkey Gone to Heaven by the Pixies and the piano sounds like Rock the Casbah by the Clash. Mm. And I had to kind of fuse that in my head so when I was you, making the song. You know how it works in my head? Yeah. You've seen Ratatouille and there's the... the like he, he gets the food and he's smelling the food and all that. Oh, it's like that. And so I'm drinking like Swan Draft and I'm associating Swan Draft with the bass line and the, uh, 
the Oscars kebab from across the road. I'm associating that with the piano melody, uh-huh. and it's just coming together like music. Okay. So I went, and I just composed it. And Ario Maestoso. Mm. Cool. Let's uh, hear what you came up with. pretty nice oh thanks yeah the thing is there's only like a small snippet of a song that i liked i think yeah we don't the rest of it was some dumb guy singing there was singing in it yeah it was singing i even remember the voice you know what we say in the midnight special singing suck we're we're anti we're anti-singing on the midnight special well just for the record just because you don't have a good voice i love to sing to middies oh you got a good voice I went to a singing course on the weekend where I mm. learned about triadic harmonies. So if we're talking about that song, um, since you've been gone, so that's the melody. Oh yeah. But the baritone would uh, go. I think since you've been gone, <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but basically you dip, shove the melody, and then the soprano would be since you've been gone. Can and we try if you. That? Yeah, so if you all so sing I'll do, that. Since you've been gone. Yeah, okay, and I'll be, okay, I'll be melody. Okay, three, two, one. Since you've been gone. gone. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that should sound really good when we head it back. And when we replay it. The guy was saying, the singing guy was saying, well, the baritone is kind of the glue that holds the soprano and the melody together. Mm. So be, since you've been gone would be the uh, guy who makes that. Melody sound like you're in the freaking Paris Opera Choir. And it's pretty cool. <clears throat> so, um, I think singing's very cool. And I think I remembered hearing some harmonies. Mm. And it also sounded like a song that um, local artist Lana Rothney would like. So I was trying to... Oh, yeah. I was like, let's put some Lana vocals in here as well. So you hear that in my one. Okay, I'm looking forward to that. All right. So, um, of course... Recorded mine on WarriorWare DIY as always. It's for the Nintendo DS. It's a very good, good program. Let's hear it. And you see that last break was that's a bit we for a rap over that. Hmm, it's yeah. kind of a hip hop break. That was really long. <laughs> you know what they say: uh, quantity has a quality of itself. But not in this yeah. case. Wait, course. what? You didn't <laughs> like it? Uh, I liked it. I liked it. It was not what I recall listening to. Yeah, I think I ended up fusing 
about every genre you can think of together. There's classical music, classical piano. Dropped a bit of scat in there. There's a bit of like, yeah, yeah reggae. Booby Oh yeah, there was scat. But and, it was... and there was ska. Uh, bit of Lil Nas X. Bit of Lil Nas X, some yeehaw in there. Yeah. You know, if Lil Nas X could blend rap and country together, I think I've blended everything together. Yeah. It sounds damn good. Let's hear what the actual song was. So, I remember our friend Laurent, it's kind of the human Shazam, and we're like, Laurent, we want to know what the song is, and we remember what it sounds like. And he was like... Oh, with the one, they're playing, playing with Henry VIII? Yeah, he's like... I know their playlist back yeah. to front. And he was like, are you for real? Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that song. It's so obvious. Yeah, but he still had to ask us 20 <laughs> questions. He's like, I'll give you 20 questions. Was it made in the last five years? And we're yeah. like, nah, probably not. Like, is it a mineral, a vegetable? Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, is um, it a mineral? Neither. He guessed it. He got yeah. it. And then he looked at it and he was like, was it this? And he plays it. Let's play it. Hang on a minute. Can we just start from halfway? Maybe uh, just pause because it's a, it's a long song. Is it? It's yeah, only seven minutes. Yeah, it's long. I have two hours to fill up. Because it's so scary. it's actually by the the. Yeah, see, dun 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 dun. This monkey's gone to heaven. This is dope. Where's all the piano though? Well, give it a... It comes in later. Sounds like uh, the clean. Sounds like Laurent. Maybe that's Yeah, it sounds remember. like a Laurent, yeah. He's in a band called Catwalk. Yeah. And he and Spiral. Alright, alright, alright. Here we go. Oh, okay, here's the piano break. Rock the Casbah. Rock the Casbah. Yeah. Wait, I'm gonna do something cool. I'm gonna like subtly change it to my song halfway. That was very subtle. And I'll change it back to the other one. I didn't even notice. <laughs> Oi, Tim, you listen to the new Tool album? This isn't Tool. Oh, this is an ad. This is the struts. Yeah. This sounds like Tool. Yeah, it sounds, sounds like, like a Tool. A, yeah. So if you can hear the sound of the crickets, I'm out on my balcony and I'm looking at the sunset. I'm seeing the sun disappearing behind the perfect skyscrapers. I'm thinking... Hey, the sunset not only marks the end of another great day, it also marks the end of the midnight special. Because I finished editing it today, it was three days of work. 
So let's uh, recap for those who've uh, tuned in halfway. Me and Tim talked about our gym inspirations. Tim debuted his new podcast, Warhammer 40k BC Scuba Teens, and I debuted my podcast, Storm Boys, with Malcolm Williams. And we also made a midi of a song. Anyway, you can listen to the previous six episodes on Apple Music or Stitcher or SoundCloud. You just look up the Midi Night Special on Google and it'll say, Do you mean the Midnight Special? Don't click on that, just scroll down. It's the Midi Night Special, spelled M I D I, it's a file format. Alright, uh, see you later. <laughs>